Yes, indeed. Opening up the phone lines and text line. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, call it in or text it in. That's the same number, 651-989-9226. Andy, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing okay. And uh, you you guys are all safe uh, at your house, given the weather? Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, maybe backs a little sore than uh, they were yesterday yeah. after some shoveling. But hey, you know, it's part of the deal living where we live, you know? Absolutely. It is mid-January. And it is, uh, that's it is. what happens. Uh, what does this do for uh, for the crews out there with, uh, you know, weather like this? We talk about that from time to time, not only uh, amounts of snow, but the below sub-zero temperatures. Yeah, we uh, the, the, the temperatures this week led to a couple of days for inside work only. Um, you know, for instance, uh, we had a window job that we wanted to do this week, but it, they had vinyl siding on the house, and working around that vinyl siding when it's you know below zero is just a recipe to get that vinyl siding to break and crack and 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 cause more harm than than what we want to. So we had to hold off, and hopefully in the next week or so, temperatures creep back up above uh, freezing, and we can get back after it. Yeah, I'm looking at that forecast right now, and it looks like uh, after Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday night temps will be rising. Wednesday we could get up to near 36 and near 38 Thursday. There so we go. That will help thaw people out for sure. It will. Well, well, and uh, it looks like we got a, a big cold snap coming uh, starting later this afternoon. And yeah, you know, with the snow we had yesterday and that cold coming in, it's just a it's like the perfect recipe for ice dams. So if you, anybody that has issues with ice dams. I would highly encourage you to get your roof raked before it gets cold because once that heat starts coming up to your house on that cold weather, it gets, they can even form faster. I was at a house earlier this week, and it was like 8 degrees out, Denny, mm-hmm. and I was looking up at the roof, and water was coming off of it. I'm like, hmm. it's, that's how much heat loss was actually happening. Jeez. I was watching a stream of water. It was a mansard roof, and it was just it was just streaming down. I'm like, this is this is, this is a bad deal. Hopefully we can fix it, which... Once we got in there, we found out what the problem was. We were able to attack it. Uh, if you have any kind of a question for home improvement, it could be about insulation. I was thinking, uh, actually, real early this morning, probably because of the snow, you know, I want to get Linda's out to my house, maybe not this year, but next year, to think about a new deck. Do people do that during the wintertime, call you guys? Oh, yeah, for sure. We're uh, we're looking at people's decks uh, on, on a weekly basis. That's uh my deck guys are really struggling, um, even with the diamond piers, uh, putting uh, putting in footings and, and things of that this time of year is just, just tough. So we're, we're kind of in a holding pattern right now, doing some service work. Uh, they're on carpentry crews doing some inside work. Uh, I actually get them at the hockey rink uh, next week, do some things around there for me. So I, uh, we're, we're making do, hopefully uh, in the next month or so we can get back to decking. Now, if somebody wants uh, Linda's to come over and check out their uh, attic, let's say, for insulation, mm-hmm. uh, can you do that this time of year or especially this time of year? Yeah, you know, and, and we can do some emergency stuff too this time of year. Um, we understand that when water is leaking into a house, that time is of the essence. So I, uh, I had a friend uh, that, that oh, a moose. God bless you. Great, great friend. Bought lots of hockey equipment from him. Anybody that's in hockey knows where Strauss is in Wiper Lake. He called me up. A friend of his was having it rain in his attic. Ooh. And uh, so we got a guy out there yesterday to try to address it and take uh, take a look at it. And hopefully we can remedy that solution uh, quicker than, uh, than, than later. We had a text we didn't get to last uh, week. I think it was last week. 
uh, about, because uh, I know we were talking, maybe answering a, a listener's question about bathroom fans. And mm-hmm. in, in certain circumstances, where have you seen, when you go to homes that maybe have problems, issues, when you get up in the uh, attic and you find out this bathroom fan is being vented, what's the weirdest place you've seen a bathroom well, fan vent? Yeah, they get vented everywhere, into the soffit or just into the attic, or they try to get tied to a roof vent and then they, then they fall loose. And Actually, it was that, uh, that house I was on uh, this week, that mansard roof, um, when you got up in the attic and you looked at the roof decking, Denny, in one particular area of the attic, that roof decking was all black. Like there was some mold that it, that had started in mildew and mm. and was kind of soft. Like like there was some rotten wood that needed to be fixed and addressed there. And my my estimator, uh, upon his inspection, realized there is no bath fan in the bathroom, and that happens to be directly underneath the area that we're seeing all of this rot. And there is no vapor barrier on the ceiling whatsoever. So all that warm moist air was going up into the attic. And it was just wreaking havoc. So what we did is we added a bath fan in the bathroom there. We took out all of the insulation. We put a spray foam skim coat down. This is the unique part about this project was because it's a mansard roof, there's no intake or not enough intake in the soffits. We couldn't get shoots into the proper area. Once once we wanted to fill up the insulation to where we wanted to, it just was impossible. So we sealed all of the soffit vents. We sealed all of the roof vents, added a gable vent on both sides. So what that is is the the peak part of the house. That's a a big square vent we put on both sides. So you have an intake on one side and an exhaust on the other. And and that can vary depending on what is going on with the pressure of the house. Uh, It can be one or the other. And then we blew in an R40 over the top of the spray foam. So we're really like conditioned to that attic. There is no possible way for air to move from the attic to the house or from the house to the attic ever again. Really should get rid of their condensation issues. It really should get rid of their ice dam issues. I was talking to a friend of mine who really wants a uh, uh, steel roof. Yeah. Just doesn't, doesn't want shingles anymore. Wants, wants that snow to slide off that how how is that i don't want to say how is it done is it done more often now than when you and i started talking about it several years ago as far as metal um, roofing or is it about no, the same yeah maybe a little bit you know when when people start to look at the costs of a metal roof and you know and when, when we get in people's houses and we start talking roofing we're going to look at the attic we're going to look at attic air ceiling we're going to look at your ventilation and and a lot of times when people want the metal roof to get the snow off is because they're having ice damming issues and usually that can be tackled someplace else and a lot of times I can put on an asphalt roof and redo your insulation for what it costs to do a metal roof. You know, it, it is still about double the cost of asphalt shingles. And, and, and the warranty isn't as, isn't as great as what our GAF roofing is. GAF roofing, we get 50 years non-parated warranty on, on all aspects of the roof. And with the, with the metal roofing, you're getting a 35-year finish warranty, which worst case scenario, after 35 years, you have to have your roof painted, but uh, it's still not as good a warranty as our shingles. Yeah, I guess not. All right. I'm being signaled that we should take a quick break, Andy. So uh, hang on. Let's invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have uh, any kind of a home improvement question, could be about decks, could be about insulation, new windows, whatever the case may be. 651-989-9226. That is the same number as the uh, text number. 651-989-9226. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show brought to us every week in the 9 o'clock hour here on CCO by 
Our friends from Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, you want to get in touch with them, call them. 1-800-LEAFGUARD is the easiest number to remember. Andy Lindis is helping us out uh, this morning. Uh, what about, uh, you know, we're talking about the weather, how that can affect construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about LeafGuard? I mean, is there a time when you have to kind of hold off on, uh, you know, with sub-zero temps or a lot of snow? Yeah, you know, um, we tend to, this time of year, there's going to be a couple days a week where we basically, we our vans are never cleaner, put it that way. Our vehicles get, get pulled into the warehouse about once a week and gone through and cleaned because it's just too cold to go out there or because of the snow that we had right now that existing gutters that are on the house are going to get iced up and be very dangerous to remove. One, for, for safety from the installers, but dangerous that we could cause more damage to roofing or things of that nature. So you, you kind of have to pick and choose the types of jobs that you're doing, but uh, we're we're going to do our best to try to work our way through them. All right. Again, 651-989-9226. I was talking about uh, early this morning about um, not only season guard windows, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's such great windows, but the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, Marvin windows that we talk about with, with Ultrex. Does mm-hmm. it really have a, a look? Can you get it to look like wood with that product? Yeah, well, and like the, the Infinity product actually has a a product on the inside of the window called Everwood, and we'll stain it to match whatever woodwork that you have in your house. So it uh, is as close to looking as real wood as it gets. Well, you can stain it. Yeah. So okay. if, uh, and then our, our season guard window, we have some faux wood on the inside that we have five different colors that we can usually match most other trims. And a lot of times when we're doing our, our, our windows, we're doing all new trim packs on the inside anyway. So we're going to stain it all to match the windows. And honestly, either one of those windows, when, when they're installed on your house and you stand back and look at it, you, you have to be an expert in the window industry to, to tell that it's not real wood. I don't know if you can comment uh, on this, this text that uh, just came in about uh, the roof warranty. I've heard Texter says that a warranty has one-time transfer to a new owner. Therefore, because my cabin is in a trust, the roofing contractor should put the warranty directly into my trust. Then when or if I sell, I can transfer to the new buyer. Uh, have you ever run into a situation like that? Never asked you about that. That just came in. Um, yeah, I'm not sure how the whole trust things work, but, uh, not all roofing warranties will transfer. Um, a lot of the, most of them all have a 50 year warranty now, but they're not all written the same. And even within the same manufacturer, there's different levels of warranty that you get. That's why every time that we do a roof for GAF, we, we try to put a golden pledge warranty on it. A couple of things happens there. Um, there's an app that we have to use. This is something that we tested for GAF. We were the first company in the country to use this, and we're also the first company in the country to not have to have our roofs inspected by the GAF inspector every single time because we upload pictures of all aspects of the roof to this app. Somebody at GAF goes through them and signs off on it, giving it a true 50-year non-prorated warranty that covers everything. Now, another way that some of these warranties are written is at a time of purchase warranty or a time of incident warranty. I'll explain to you what that means is, is say you bought a roof today for $20,000. Well, 20 years from now, that roof is probably going to be, I don't know, $40,000, dollars $60,000, who knows. Um, 
our warranty is going to give you whatever it costs to replace the roof at the time of the problem. A lot of these warranties are written that they're going to give you what you originally paid for the roof, which might only get you a quarter of your roof down the road. So you have to look at that. And then on the lower end warranties, they're not transferable at all. So I don't really think it matters if it's in a trust or to a homeowner with our warranty. It is going to transfer to the next owner. And and if you're having an issue with that, you contact us. We we get a hold of GAF and be like, yep, they're the second owner. And and, and GAF being the awesome company that they are would be it would have no problem covering it. And in fact, I've I've had two warranty claims now in the last ten years with GAF. And it's I'm I'm telling you, Denny, I've never worked with a manufacturer that's easier than they are on warranty claims. They they don't want they, they want the customers to be happy. They're they're not worried about what the costs are. They're like, yep, yep, this was a glue issue. We're gonna pay for a whole new roof here. That's happened twice in ten years and, and it wasn't wasn't an issue. The homeowners didn't have to go through a lot of pain. There was no out of pocket money for them whatsoever. It was uh and warranty issues are never fun to go through, but that one is as close to being fun as it gets. Now those uh, those that that fifty year non prorated warranty is what uh, you guys uh, Linda's did to uh, our house, it is several years ago, and have uh, what's so good and they are good about those particular shingles that you can have a warranty for fifty years non prorated. What's so good about them? Well, it's it's a combination of things. It's the the amount of asphalt that goes in there. It's how the fiberglass is made. It's the glue that GAF use, and a lot of it has to do with the installation techniques that are chosen to use on the install. And that's why why to get that top warranty, you need it inspected by GAF or somebody from GAF to sign off that you use the proper techniques, the proper amount of nails. You did the sidewall flashing. You did you did all of the detail things on the roof to make sure that it has a chance of lasting 50 years. I uh, am looking at a text. We were talking about bathroom fans, and there was a texter, uh, and I think I know the answer. Get Lindis out to your home so they can look at it. <laughs> they, want, they want to know the approximate cost to replace a bathroom fan and the venting to a roof in this particular one-story house. Well, uh, there can be some variables there, right? I mean, you, you, yeah, you, there's, there, there are going to be some variables in there, and a lot of it depends on are we doing this in conjunction with another project or one way or another. If we're just coming out to do a bath fan, we're going to be there for a day. Um, but if we're we're coming out to do a bath fan and all of your insulation, we're going to be there for a day and a half. So there's there's you have to take that into consideration. Um, I can give you a range, may anywhere from a thousand to twenty five hundred dollars, depending on what has to be done, or if you have an existing bath fan, it's obviously usually a lot less expensive because you're not running the ductwork, or you don't have to cut into the roof or anything like that. So um, it really would depend. And the one that we use more often than not is the Panasonic Whisper. Uh, if we have to get an electrician involved or any uh, anything like that, obviously costs can go up. We always recommend putting and installing the bath fan on a timer switch because they are that quiet. Yeah. You will forget <laughs> they that they are. run. It's so true. Um, and uh, I didn't do that right away. You know, I thought maybe my family is going to be different than everyone else, that uh, I'm just going to install the regular switch here and be okay. And uh, no, it it would. I found it on all night on a few different occasions, and quickly changed it out to a timer switch. It is really quiet, and I've asked you this before, but is that particular brand of a bathroom fan uh, really efficient? I mean, does that take the the moisture out? It does. It does, especially um, you know if, if you look at uh, the the outtake rate right on the fan there. There's there's an option for a couple of different size tubes. 
where I've seen people go wrong before. And my father pointed this out to me, who, by the way, just uh, won an award from the Home Builders Association as a lifetime member. No kidding. And kind of a cool deal. Um, my brother Alex uh, was at the, the annual banquet, got to present my dad. My brother Alex is uh, the outgoing president for the, the St. Croix Valley Home Builders Association here. Uh, I was able to pre- present my dad with the lifetime member for the Home Builders Association. Kind of a neat deal. And all at that same awards banquet, we were told that uh, Linus Instruction is going to be Wisconsin's Builder of the Year. Whoa. Um, one award a year is handed out. So hats off to my brother Alex. Uh, he's really involved in the Home Builders Association, which we, we always have been. It's uh, One of the things that we're struggling with is, is trying to get the, the codes to be more uniform on how especially on the exteriors of houses in 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 the rural areas of 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 wisconsin it seems like uh let's put it this way it's 50 50 whether a roof gets inspected or not and that that's not something that is a recipe for success and we want to see more inspections we want to see more uniformity in how things get installed and he's been really working hard behind the scenes to make that happen so but anyways my dad pointed out this that that a lot of these guys on this fan will use the smaller tube, and you're, you're cutting down your CFMs, the, the amount of air that you pull right out the gate. So if you need to go to a smaller tube before you go to the outside, you do that right at the end. So you start with the larger tube, and then you can narrow it down as you get to the vent, and that'll give you your best chance of taking the most of the air out. So, But as far there are different sizes of fans you can get, and uh, depending on the size of the bathroom, we'll pick the appropriate one for you. And I'm telling you, you'll you'll never go wrong. And it's not just about the air quality in the bathroom either, Denny. Yeah. It's about moisture control. Right. Like when you take a shower, you hit the ten minute button there, and, and you just try to get all that that all that moist air out of the house in the safest manner possible. Try to keep your trying to regulate the humidity in the house, especially as we see these temperatures start to plummet down to below zero. You know, thirty percent, twenty five percent is what's recommended. Wow. Hey, by the way, congratulations to Linda's Construction on that, and certainly your dad, Kevin. Congratulations to Kevin. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty, pretty neat stuff. All right. We, we have, uh, Andy, you can take a break, get some coffee. Uh, we'll uh, take a quick break here. We'll have a look at the weather, and we'll have about another half hour of the show to go. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question, don't wait. We'd like to help you out sooner rather than later. Call us or text us. Same number, 651-989-9226. And welcome back to our home improvement show, brought to us by Lindus Construction. I don't think I spelled it yet, Andy, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy is with us again today, uh, helping you out. If you have a uh, any kind of a home improvement question, you can call it in or you can text it in. Same number applies for calls and texts, 651-989-9226. Uh, we were talking about bath fans. I think Ron and Hopkins has a question about that on the phone. Ron, good morning. What can we do for you? Hi, I have a, a house that I that was built in the early 70s, and I have a bathroom on the main level and in the upper level, and it appears to me that the fans, when I turn the fan on downstairs, it seems to migrate to the upstairs, and they seem to be connected, and is that something that's okay or needs to be fixed, or what's the situation there? Was that the way they did it back then, or what? I'm not sure um, if if that's I wouldn't say I would say no to that. I it would vary on how they did it back then uh, from case to case. But what makes you say that you think that they're connected? Um, just it it seems like you know if 
I guess how do I say it? You know, when you're when when you use the air is going from one bathroom to the next on on the main level. Yes, it will. You know, it'll migrate into the bathroom upstairs. Hmm. Which is which is odd because typically it's going to be the warm air is going to go up, so it shouldn't migrate in. Even if the ductwork is connected, which usually they're not, they're usually ran separately. Um, have you been able to look in your attic and see? Uh, I I have been up there once, but it's been years ago. So here's what I would recommend, and this is the 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 what I think one of the coolest things that we that we offer here at Linus Instruction for free is a heat map analysis. And what that is is we're going to look at your entire house as as a whole. We're going to do infrared imaging from the outside and from the inside of the house and from inside the attic. We're also going to we have an electronic um, a water vaporizer for uh, that that just puts water vapor into the air, lets us know where the air movement is happening. We we have this awesome tool from uh, Milwaukee called the M Specter. Um, it's it's. You, you ever seen like uh, a movie during like the the hostage uh, thing? They have that little camera that can go under the doors. Oh yeah. Well, we have that 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 same LED tube that can go into walls, and we can start to see if there is any moisture issues or anything like that. We have moisture meters. We can tell the moisture content of the wood, and we can tell if that it's if it's higher or lower than it needs to be. So okay. we, we take and and. We are experts on bath fans because, like Denny said, if we see stuff going wrong in an attic, a lot of times it is the bath fans that are, and where the where they're exhausting, causing issues. So we will take a look at the whole house as uh, as a whole and figure out what's going on there, and if those are just tied together and can be exhausted separately, or you're having some other type of issue, maybe that one of the the hoses is disconnected. I've seen that before. So put it this way. What could be happening is say that both of your bath fans just exhaust into the attic. And now okay. so you have the one attic, one one fan exhausting into the attic, and then it's coming in through the other one. I, I'm I'm not sure, but that, that very well could be the case. But without getting up there and taking a look, it's hard to determine. Okay. So one eight hundred leafguard or linusinstruction.com. You can find us on Facebook. Uh estimates and, and these heat map analysis are free and We'll, we'll gladly come out and tell you exactly what we're finding. Very good. Thanks, Ron. Ron leaves that line open, 651-989-9226. Call and an, uh, ask Andy your home improvement question or send a text, same number, 651-989-9226. Uh, let's see. Our, well, this is unusual. <laughs> a lot of questions about attic fans today. This one from the text line says, Our attic fan runs all the time, occasionally shuts off. Is that normal? I guess oh, if you had a a switch, a timer, it would be, but uh, well, if it's doing it, it by itself. Well, it would depend on, on – usually they're hooked up to like a to, – to something that's going to turn them off and on on a, on a regular basis depending on, on what's going on. So either they're on a, some type of thermostat or humidistat that is is kicking that fan on and off on when, when it's supposed to be. So – if it's kicking off when it's not supposed to be, that's definitely a problem. You're going to want to investigate. But uh, I, I, again, without really getting into the attic and, and, and knowing exactly what's going on there, I, I'm not sure. But usually they, they don't run constantly. And when, you're, when you're talking about a power vent or an attic vent, um, they're, they're going to run occasionally, not, not all the time. 
I don't know if there's something we can tackle here today, but it says, this text says, our contractor did a terrible job installing wood plank porcelain tile, short of removal and starting over, and I suspect the foyer floor cement is not level underneath. Can we simply stain the chipped parts to try to match what product would we use? Oh, boy. I don't know if I've ever seen that kind of porcelain. Um, so their, 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 their tile is chipping and the coloring is going away. Um, yellows are, you know, a Sharpie in that color would be where I would start probably. (laughs) Um, I've seen that color tile a little bit, but I, I would probably, you know, Dell tile has a couple of different offices around the Twin Cities if you just look them up and... I think they're an underutilized resource. Uh, we tend to go to box stores when we're looking at things like this, and the folks at Dell Tile know everything Tile. That's like, for me, that's just that's just how I roll. I need paint, I go to Sherwin Williams. I need Tile, I go to the Dell Tile store. I just I like dealing with the experts, and they seem to know what they're talking about. And if there is a product to stain the Tile, they would. Point- Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six is our phone number. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Again, that's the same number for text. Twenty five degrees in the Twin Cities. We're going to take a break. We'll get back with Andy Lindis here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. We're talking home improvement, which we do every Saturday in this hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindis Construction. Uh, Andy, we got another question about uh, humidity. I know we talk about that from time to time, especially during mm-hmm. the winter. Uh, tell me again, Texas says, the recommended humidity level in houses during winter. It really depends on the, the outside temperature. As it gets below zero, then what I always recommend people is under 30%. It's really when, it, when I see it over 50% is when people are starting to have issues like frosting up on their windows, um, condensation in their attic. Uh, a lot of things can, can go bad. So if you can get it under 30%, you're usually going to be pretty safe no matter the temperature that it is outside. Um, you know, uh, there was a chart. Let me see if I can find that here, Denny. Okay. Sure. That the U of M put out a couple years ago, I believe. All right. The good folks at the U of M, they uh, they always have, uh, you know, for up north, we, we have to rely on ourselves sometime to get the right information. Uh, I'll find it here at the next break here, Denny. But I believe even if it gets down to like 20 below, that that percentage gets into the teens that they that you, you want your relative humidity at. Mm, all right. Well, maybe that's something somebody could Google. Right? For the For sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're talking about, uh, at least I was earlier this morning, about the po- po- condensation. You know, if your people are finding condensation uh, on their uh, windows, their old windows. Uh, I just got a text we did. Uh, let's see if I can find it here. Uh, I had a house full of windows installed. Season guard, exclamation point. I was impressed with everyone on the team. Uh, the staining of the trim work is amazing. And I've said that, too. Uh, my only regret, to, uh, regret, Texas says, is we didn't do it sooner. Humidity has been a huge challenge. Immediately has made a difference. Thank you. Well, they love those season guard windows. Well, uh, we, we we hear that we hear that an awful lot, and there's a reason why. Uh, uh, once it, we we just did a study that uh, was like. Fifty percent of uh, of the customers in the last three years that we did a portion of windows for have bought more windows. So that uh, that tells me everything that that they need to know. That it doesn't take people long to realize that they need to do the rest of their house once we've done part of their house. 
<laughs> it's true. And they are great windows. There's no two ways about it. Say, uh, we, we, we struck a nerve here with this bathroom fan issue. Uh, Texas says, hi there. How do you vent a bathroom fan in a bathroom, a basement bathroom? Uh, we're working to finish. Well, you can go out the side of the house with those vents. You just want to make sure that the exhaust is far enough away where all of that moisture doesn't cause some issues. I've seen them where they can actually cause ice dams. It can get in, like, uh, I saw one for one, for some reason, it came right underneath the soffit, and it just went out a little bit farther than the eave did. So all of that, that air that was coming out of the bath fan was going right up at the eave and was causing all that snow to melt there. And there's big icicles and eventually a little bit of an ice dam right there. So you, you, you have to take that into consideration when, when you're exhausting them. Um, but, but there's pretty rare that there's a bathroom in the house that we can't figure out where to run a bath fan for. Pretty cool. Sometimes we can come up through a closet, up through the attic that way too. All depends on uh, on what we can go. And uh, if you're finishing your basement now, now is the time. Before you do the ceiling, while everything is still open, it's, uh, we can figure out some things. Uh, there was kind of a follow-up to that particular one uh, I didn't see. They have concrete walls. Can you uh, drill through that and put a vent in? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right, so it's, yep. do, it's, it's not, definitely not doable. an easy task. It's no, it's not. It's not a fun job, but uh, uh, you can. All right, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. You can call it in. You can text it in using that number. Uh, let's go back to the phones. I think Lynette is calling from Columbia Heights. Lynette, what is your question for Andy? Well, it's more of a comment. I just wanted, especially follow up with that last season guard window. I just had a beautiful bay window installed by Lindis and a, a bedroom window, and I know that I've heard on CCO with Andy how you can do one window at a time, and mm-hmm. so I have Chris coming out this coming week, and he's going to measure for the other window in the living room. But I'm so pleased, especially with the way, I don't know, they all start with J, I think, Josh, Jared, and <laughs> yeah. the people Jake that and Jim out. and they Josh, so yep, they're, all, they're all there in the window department. <laughs> <laughs> There's four Joshes, and um, anyway, I'm just so pleased, and uh, I just love both the interior and exterior, and the main thing is it's kept all this cold air out this winter. So Th- thank you so much. Well, thanks, Lynette. Yeah, that's unsolicited. We, we started, I started talking about season guard windows, and we had uh, some uh, some customers of Linda's uh, unsolicited now, uh, sent a text in one case, and then uh, that phone call from uh, Lynette. That's pretty neat. Pretty neat. You do have good crews out there. Very polite and know what they're doing, and that's that's important. You know, uh, Denny, um, my brother Al was at my house last night uh, plowing. My wife uh, refers to him and my other brother as the plow fairies. They <laughs> they don't let me. They don't they don't put a plow on my truck. They don't trust reason. you. I'm, they don't they don't trust me. I I tend to bump into things every now and then, and so. He was sitting in my garage, and we're, we were talking about it, and it was a big week of meetings, and. Um, he looks at me and goes, we, we have some of the most amazing guys behind us, Andrew, that uh, we, you, we, all of us should just feel really, really lucky. And, and he hit the nail on the head. I'm, I'm as lucky as it gets. So we don't deal with service work. We don't deal with a lot of warranty work. We don't have angry customers at all. Like I go to these, we call this meeting season where I go around the country and, and I'm, I'm hearing all these horror stories from other contractors and boy, oh boy, if I had to spend my day putting out fires, and, and I don't because of guys like Jake, Jim, and, and the five Joshes we have here, those guys, they, they do an awesome job. And uh, our quality control, 
uh, and the inspections we do post uh, post jobs, we our our quality control guy is, is it's hard to pass with him and and almost all of our crews have an A rating where like over 90% of the jobs that are inspected get a 10 out of 10 from our quality control guy that's that's a pretty cool thing and it's always something that we're trying to get better at but yeah i uh like uh like uh, the last lady uh, calling in said it's just they're they're fun to work with and boy oh boy they make my job easy denny I have a feeling they probably like their jobs too, which make, makes all. The I sure hope so. We have a lot of fun around here. Um, well, I tell you, I met this Josh first time. I met this Josh, this this quality control guy, mm-hmm. and he came to my house and we were talking about. It and he looked at this. And I said, "Well, that's nothing. There's nothing even there." No, no, that's not, that's not right. He was determined to fix something that I didn't think needed fixing. So it's it's bravo to Josh and yeah. uh, and the rest of the team. There's only one way to get better, and it's just human nature. No matter what group I've been on or what team I've been a part of, someone needs to be the person holding people accountable. And as long as it's a fair and objective way, it it, it gives you an opportunity to get better. And and most of my guys realize that uh, they don't want to leave a mistake. So if, if that happens, it's it's top priority. We're back there, and we're fixing it. Yep, absolutely. Accountability, good word. All right, we need to take another quick break here, Andy. So hang on. We've got callers on the line. We have textures. We'll uh, bring them into the picture here in just a moment. And welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show, brought to us by Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Call them, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Easy number to remember. Uh, We still have Andy. We still have a few minutes to go here. And uh, if you have a question for Andy, call it in or text it in before we run out of time. Let's go back to the phones. I believe John is calling from Cologne. John, you're on with Andy. Hey, good morning. Um, we've, we're trying to decide what to do. We have about a hundred year old brick home and we need to do some upgrading on the windows. Uh, are you familiar with putting windows in a home like that? Mm-hmm. For sure are. Uh, Cause these walls are approximately 12 to 12 inches thick. That's, uh, that shouldn't be an issue for us. Um, here, Here's the one thing that I, I love about our company. One, since one of the, the nice parts about our window company is when you order windows, it you can't return them. So the guy measuring the windows, especially on a brick house, because you're not going to be able to cheat it as much as you would any other house, you're going to have to order more than likely the, the brick mold window. Then it's going to have to be exact opening to fit that size. And then as far as the, the 12-inch wide walls, it all depends on – more than likely, we're going to be doing all new extension jams and trim on the inside to to make everything match, and that way we can attack all of the air sealing and, and the foaming that needs to happen. But stucco homes, brick homes, we we go into it on a pretty regular basis, and uh, both our Infinity window and our Season Guard window have things that we can order on them to make those installs go much smoother. So well, are do- they much are they are they much more expensive than a regular window? No, no, nope. that's good news. No, nope, not the way we do it. Um, you know, people can get that uh, that impression. You know, a lot of the windows that, that get installed in the Twin Cities uh, are insert windows, Denny. And what that means is all they're removing is the, the sash, the operating part of the window. So say it's a, a, a casement window, the, the, the part that opens up to the outside, the part that cranks open, that's the part that gets removed. The new frame goes on the inside and gets sealed there. So you're not attacking any of the, the weather stripping on the outside or you're not taping taping it to the walls. You're not, you're not sealing anything. You're not doing any foam between the extension jam and the wall. So your air infiltration and your water infiltration never really gets addressed and you're losing about two inches of glass size. 
it's marketably less expensive to do windows that way, but it's not the way we do. 95% of the windows that we do are full frame installation, which would be what uh, this type of uh, install would be. So you're not talking about a lot more money than if you just had a regular house with either steel or vinyl siding. A texter says this, Andy, uh, good day. Speaking of humidity and window condensation, I understand that air exchangers circulate outdoor fresh air. Would you still run an exchanger in wintertime when humidity is high? Maybe. If it wasn't effective, if, if it ran properly and in conjunction with a the, the, like a dehumidification system, you can control your humidity in the house. And I did find that chart. It was uh, it's an article in the Star Tribune, and it says like even when it gets to like the ten to zero under twenty percent, and if it gets way below that, it can get into the teens. So just make sure you have a humidistat somewhere in your house, and you can control that. The nice part about all of these types of systems is you have the ability to control that. And for not that much money, humidistats are, what, 15 bucks at most stores? You can have that in your house and then just make sure you're setting all of your mechanicals the proper way to make sure that you're not driving your humidity through the roof. Okay. Uh, well, here's a follow-up to that earlier text about a bathroom fan. Uh, this uh, is a little more clarity. It says, uh, is a bathroom fan required for a half bath? There's no tub or shower. I mean, is there uh, a probably is there probably a code? not. I wouldn't think so. No, no, I don't even think there's a code for that. But I'm not 100 percent positive of that. But uh, from a moisture control standpoint, you're probably okay. But still, um, you're more probably worried about the the air quality in that in the half bath than than anything. The moisture control stuff uh, for the fans is usually from running showers and baths or boy, oh boy, I had a there was a, a steam room one and and. That uh, that's something you got to take into consideration. Those uh, those steam rooms seem to be getting to be more and more popular. Are they getting requests for them on a regular basis? Mm. Kind of like a, a sauna or something like that. Something like that, yeah. You know, mm. steam room, sauna, all this uh, all this fun stuff to try to make us live longer. Right. <laughs> I think we have we have time for one more, Andy. One more text. Uh, Texas has raked snow off the roof, noticed three-inch layer of ice, could not get under to pull it off. Is this a problem? Uh, Through roof ice melt pucks before yesterday's snow. Nice. There's a guy trying to be, or gal, trying to be proactive. Uh, yeah. If you have ice on your roof, it you, it is a worry. And I would want to find out why that is happening. Um, usually... It's because of some type of heat loss in the house, so it's costing you money. That's a, it's usually a good clue. You're 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 spending more on energy than what you probably should, or it could be a, a, a ventilation issue as well. So, the, like again, the best way to get this uh, figured out is to have us do a, a heat map analysis. And I'm telling you, I uh, I hear from customers all the time how they're like, "Yep, your guy came here and said it's really not much uh, that that he can do. I have the right amount of vent- uh, insulation. I have a good vapor barrier. It was uh, this that caused it, and for the amount of money that it would cost to to do this, it's it's not worth it. We we walk away from jobs all the time. So if there's really no work to be done, we'll let you know. But we're going to let you know your R value. We're going to let you know what type of vapor barrier you have. We're going to let you know the type of ventilation you have, and you're going to get a bunch of infrared imaging of your house to see where the hot and cold spots are. Andy, we're out of time. Let's talk again next week. What do you say? 
Sounds great, bud. All right. Thanks very much. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. If you uh, want to get in touch with those folks, uh, call the easiest number to remember. You can get on their website, too, at lindisconstruction.com. But here is that toll-free number, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. 